A young woman people can't stop talking about. Go Taylor. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Yes, Taylor Swift. 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 Ish. What just happened? Welcome back this, uh, to this week's episode of Swifters Podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Shelby. Whew. Oh, we're here. Yeah. We did we're it. We're here. We did. <laughs> we did. Two weeks in a row. And it's uh, Taylor Swift's uh, done with touring this year. Mm-hmm. She, she is. She start making she... 80s. <laughs> Shelby. Just, that's sarcasm. That's sarcasm for the people listening at home. I do not speculate on Taylor Swift's sex life. Never, ever, ever. 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 <laughs> Do your research. That's next year. Oh, after, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. After the 2024 leg ends, we will have the Tavis babies yeah. coming along. <laughs> Baby Tavis. Baby Tavis. Okay. Mm. So I do want to address something really quick. Someone left a comment on our Instagram and I deleted it because I'm all hormonal because of IVF. So if I misquote it, I am so I am I am oh, sorry. No. What did I do? I it might have been me. Who I don't did I know. But but the comment said that since we're a podcast, we should do our research instead of making fun of fans at tour or something like that. So I was thinking there was one or two things. I'm oh, not okay. sure they didn't they didn't I, specify. They didn't specify, but it was on our latest post, which was about our last podcast, I assume. Yeah. But it could have been one of two things. It could have been our two episodes ago where we talked about we will stay, that little we will stay oh, sign in. You were like, oh. or or it could have been the theory about rep being announced in Sao Paulo. That could have been it because one, we didn't you you mentioned the theory. I was like, what's this theory? I didn't research it. You didn't research it. We just kind of gabbed about it. And I don't know if we made fun of people. And I we I don't want to... It wasn't making fun of people. Yes. Yes. It's laughing at a trend that you and I struggle to fully understand. I mean, you know, we love to... <laughs> pardon the expression, but we love to take the piss out of like all sorts of Swiftyisms mm-hmm. because I find it fascinating. But yeah. we're not trying to yuck anyone's yum. No, I mean, no. And I have the theory was wrong, but but yeah. <laughs> it was. But I have also been a part of oh, yeah. those theories. Like oh, adding yeah. like you know, I like clowning around. So it's it's I it's, live it's... for Ashley's fifteen Taylor theory. I honestly <laughs> still think about it. I believe in it. And I treasure those moments on our podcast, making every single Swifty fit from the Look What You Made Me Do music video. Every single yes. Taylor Swift fit. Yeah. So you guys, not making fun of anybody. Sorry if we offended you. We yes. kind of just riff and yeah. we don't do our research all the time. And I am sorry about that. But if you've been listening to us long enough, you know that I'm wrong all the time and I don't know what I'm saying. It's honestly, I appreciate Ashley, you're being so gentle and kind of making this a, a two person problem, but I know it's me. I know, I know I'm the, I know I'm the hater. Um, I've been burned too many times, frankly. And so yeah, take it up yeah. with Taylor, but like, I literally, I can't, I can't anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm checked out, especially like, yeah. 
I didn't believe the rep rumors, but like that 112 day theory, you're right. I've never researched it because the math required for that is not computing in my brain. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I see numbers and I, I, mean, <laughs> I, my eyes glaze over and it's not making fun of the Swifties. It's more that I have ADHD. I cannot read two paragraphs to yeah. save my life. Yeah. So seeing all those numbers, I'm like, Oh, yeah. this scares me. <laughs> yeah. It does. It scares me. Yeah. And to be fair, nothing happened. Um, not, nothing, okay, happened. Not, nothing happened, but there were so many signs and clues where something might have happened. So I understand why people are getting yeah, hyped totally. up. Let's let's clue everybody in. There is that theory, of course, reputation was supposed to be announced this past week in Brazil. A lot of people thought it was gonna be on Sunday. And I mean, this was some of the stuff that was happening. A lot of her backup dancers were posting about that being the last show of 2023. And almost all of those posts had black hearts at the end of the caption. You're going to roll your eyes at this one. Selena posted a photo wearing all black that day. Selena also wore blue the day that 1989 was announced or released in a photo. It was her 66th Eras tour and her 13th international tour date. 66th. uh, Reputation was her sixth album. So there's there's those numbers. And that damn Empire State Building, they tweeted a black and white photo of the building and said, there will be no explanation. Yeah. The Empire uh, State Building is probably the thirstiest building in the world. Like, they are always clout chasing. (laughs) Yes. And then people were on the edge of their seats the whole show, at the show, at home streaming. So during the lovely announcement and you know, not announcement, but introduction into her surprise set. Mm -hmm. Taylor did say, she said something like, oh yeah, um, during the rep, um, I mean, Eras tour and the crowd went like wild, like, oh my gosh, because I heard during the rep and they thought they were getting rep. And then Taylor's like, you got into my head. So like, was she trolling us? Was she getting her, her dancers to troll us, Empire State to troll us? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, that's the truth. I frankly yeah. am in the camp that Taylor Swift herself does not do math. Um, <laughs> I really, I mean, it's a compelling theory. The things yeah. that I've seen oh, about yeah. it is like, wow, what a coincidence. Mm-hmm. And that might be my own, like, you know, that's my own belief system, but I'm mm-hmm. never going to like, <laughs> you know, people can believe what they want. That's a God-given right, if you will. Yeah. Um, yeah. I am more fascinated by the um, Spotify came out with their like Spotify Mm. wrapped and Mm -hmm. Taylor Swift was announced like the most globally streamed artist and they had this like cutesy little video and that seems more like rife with fun Easter eggs and little I don't know I don't know how involved Taylor is in the creation of it but I mean she has to be. Cause she, yeah, she shared it. Taylor Nation shared yeah. it. Like she has to be. She's got to be involved. And there's a lot of like fun. Honestly, it's better than some of her music videos. <laughs> oh, there's a lot of fun. Like I thought it was a fun visual because it's like all these mm-hmm. characters like dressed up in lyric references, and there's like you know Cornelius Street and devils rolling dice, angels rolling eyes. And I, I want to sit. I want someone to go through and make a spreadsheet of all the references because that. That is delightful to me. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it means like clues for something to come, but I think it's fun to see how those 
images are played with. So if someone would please do the research. (laughs) I would read a little booklet on everything referenced in that. (laughs) I'm sure if we would have done our our research this episode, it would have, we, maybe we will see that it already has been done because those Swifties, they are on it. They're quick. They are quick. Yeah. They really are. I did see, um, Taylor nation posted a playlist from Spotify. Mm -hmm. And, uh, did you see this? Um, I saw the playlist, but I didn't click on it. So they posted this, um, (laughs) <laughs> they posted a playlist and they're like, oh, like mm-hmm. listen to this playlist. But then people were freaking out because the description of the – it's like a Christmas-themed playlist. Um, okay. But the description is – Snow Globe is the title. And the description oh, yeah. is, we could leave the Christmas lights up till February? Question mark. And well, so people are go like, back on- what's happening? Doesn't she go back on tour in February? Let me do my research. (laughs) (laughs) I thought she was back in January. Maybe she does. Maybe she does. But a lot of people are also theorizing that reputation will be announced in February. That's like, I think, the next theory. Yes. Yeah. That's what I was getting at. But you had to totally. I had to mess you up. You had to be like, uh, by the way. Um, Yeah. It looks like. This website is confusing. You might be right. It starts in February. Friday, March. Oh, man. That's a long tour. Um, yeah. That is. So, yeah. So, you're right. You're right. Everyone's clowning. <laughs> no one knows anything. It's just a guess. Um, <laughs> I'm sure well, she Taylor also, doesn't mind. So. No. Taylor Nation also posted, or it was Taylor. Sorry, my research. I'm going to just be falling back on my lack of research skills. We lost probably a listener. But like Taylor Taylor Nation, Taylor Swift, one of the two posted that 1989 has been that girl for a month. And people are like, see, Taylor's trying to reiterate that she's still in her 1989 Taylor's version era. Like, that's where she's at. That's where she's at. Like, she hasn't acknowledged it, but she's sung every song on it, right? Every vault track mm-hmm. at this point? Mm-hmm. I think so, yeah. 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 She's I mean, done it. She has. Yeah, I mean, is she going to do a music video for it? I don't know. Every other I don't know. era has had one. I mean, every yeah. other re-recording has had a music video. But one thing she is doing, speaking of, of videos, is she is, instead of announcing Reputation... The next day, uh, this past Monday, the 27th, she announced that we will be able to stream the Ares tour at home on December 13th. We'll be able to rent it. Oh, rent it. So I we, mean, that's oh, the implication. That's the implication yeah. is that she says it'll be available on demand, mm. which usually means like, you know, a $20 rental. Oh. Which is yeah. interesting. It's interesting. It's interesting. I'm sure... I'm curious about who ran the numbers for her on that because while I do feel like a lot of people will rent it, I also feel like a streaming site like Max or Netflix would have paid like, I don't know, six figures to have the streaming rights. And so will she be able to cross that amount of rentals? I don't know. It seems like a gamble. but Yeah. It it's does. like, why wouldn't she play around with it since this already mm-hmm. like beat records and made her a billion dollars? So, <laughs> yeah, 
Let's see where the power of T-Swift comes. Are you going to be renting it just to see Wildest Dreams? Oh, yeah. She's doing Wildest Dreams is coming back, The Archer, and one other song. And I forget. It's not Cardigan, though. It's not Cardigan, which is fascinating. Like, did she not like the performance that night? Is she saving it for, like, a DVD inclusion? But it's, like, it's not, like... the biggest song so yeah. it'd be like a weird final easter egg thing yeah and it's one of her singles that she that she's dropped i've heard that there might have been some filming going on during the brazil shows so maybe she'll do some behind the scenes docu-series for the era's tour and then we'll maybe get her singing cardigan i don't know well, yeah that's yeah, not a theory knows. that's just like will we <laughs> get it in a different platform yeah yeah, because it seems like she's like, oh, for my birthday, you can pay 20 bucks and stream this at home. Um, but I do feel like it's not the end of what will be seen. I mean, it yeah. comes back to how last week Netflix announced that they're not going to continue streaming Reputation. <laughs> the Audacity. Shelby's face. The Audacity. I've, I've seen a lot of Swifties very upset over it because they are also in the movie. And they're like, what? <laughs> not because <laughs> only, – only because – there in the movie <laughs> only because yeah of course it's like um i'm sorry i'm gonna have to take down my imdb page if this isn't available yeah yeah um, gotta stop paying those dues yeah <laughs> but um yeah i wish she would sell it as a dvd honestly because mm-hmm. i like owning i like owning things instead of renting like god damn this mm-hmm. economy i'm just so sick of yeah. not owning things um exactly so it'd be great if it does become available that way because I don't really want to pay. I paid to go see it in person. I paid to go see it in theaters. I'm not sure I want to mm-hmm. pay to watch it at my own home, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I totally get that. And that's where I'm kind of at too. I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to be streaming yet. Yeah. Not streaming yet. Fine. If it was on like <laughs> a streaming, really. <laughs> if it was on a streaming platform that I'm already paying for, yeah. sure. Yeah. Yes. 100%. We'll watch it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If but. it's streaming, I'll, I'll definitely be enjoying that in the background fast forward Mm -hmm. button hot like I will appreciate it Mm -hmm. easily but yeah yeah it doesn't seem like that's in the cards and also to celebrate your lose to celebrate global Spotify queendom she finally Mm -hmm. put your losing me on streaming yes yep she did which is cute which is interesting which I feel like She's dominating the billboards right now. I think she's almost having like five albums simultaneously on the billboard list, which yeah. is breaking Prince's record. Mm. She's almost, okay, that's not an official deal okay. yet. Okay. 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 Don't quote okay. me as saying this is happening, listeners. <laughs> it might. <laughs> I did it my might research happen. and she's on the cusp. It's okay. unheard of, unprecedented in today's day and age. But anyways, that's really all the news I had. Well, the last thing that she did was really sweet. Not the last thing, but the last thing I have is that she did meet Anna Clara's family in Sao Paulo. Yes. So her dad and some of the family members, they were in the VIP box wearing a t-shirts with, with Anna Clara's face and they met Taylor before the show. And I've, I've heard that Taylor has also donated to the family as well. So that was, that was yeah. a really sweet way to end the tour as well. Yeah. And she yeah. did not acknowledge 
it on mm-hmm. her feed at all like on her post she did her final yeah. like thanks for the tour 2023 like see you in 2024 type thing mm-hmm. nothing there but she did have that photo of the little sister um yeah. which is sweet mm-hmm. it was sweet yeah Yep. And then also just to go over our surprise songs in Sao Paulo, Now That We Don't Talk with Innocent, Safe and Sound with Untouchable and Say Don't Go. Oh, yes. And Time to Go. Uh, Speaking of like unverified tea, like people putting on their clown hats, this is my kind of tea. This is my kind of tea. It's It's just like I'm obsessed with the fact that Taylor Swift Taylor Allison Swift, grown woman, decided to play Safe and Sound these same week Hunger Games Ballad of the Songbird and Snakes came out featuring Olivia Rodrigo on her like debut uh, original soundtrack. I didn't even like I didn't even think of that. Wow. So like it's like, oh, she didn't know it's a coincidence. If you believe in the 112 day planning ahead genius Taylor that is some subtle shade or kind of like helpless sort of egotism. I don't know. It's fascinating to me. It's like, uh, but, but could she really like the hunger Games series? And so therefore she's playing homage to the hunger games yeah, by could. playing that. She could, she could, she could. <laughs> like, but she did it. <laughs> I just think it was funny that she's like, I mean, listen, like you said, I don't know her intentions, but I find it delightfully adjacently petty at the very Mm -hmm. least. I just, like if she didn't want any of these like, oh, there's bad blood between us type Mm -hmm. of rumors, Miss Swift should not be stirring the pot and should be thinking. (laughs) So have other people tweeted about that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I guess I'm not, I'm not on Twitter anymore. Yeah. I hop on there every now and then, so I wasn't. Yeah. No. Wasn't sure because it was right around the time like Olivia was finally promoting her um, mm. soundtrack song. The soundtrack song was promoted for the movie. The movie was being released and talked about widely, and then mm-hmm. Taylor's like, "I want to be a part of this conversation," <laughs> <laughs> and she is. <laughs> so thank you for reminding me of that. Oh, you're welcome. Delightful. (laughs) Well, um, speaking of surprise songs, we are going to sing, sing, I'm not singing, we are going to, but the song that we're doing today is Slut, and in, was it Argentina? She, she paired Slut with Better Than Revenge. Did she? Yeah, she did. I thought that was a really interesting pairing. (laughs) You know, one song... Where she is, where originally she was singing about how a girl is known for what she does on the mattress, essentially calling the girl a slut, and then pairing it with that song she's where she's like, like well, maybe okay. I'm a little bit of a slut too. <laughs> like, now I get it. Like, this, maybe I shouldn't have been throwing those terms around because I don't like when they're thrown around at me. Yeah. No, that is funny. That is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't realize that. Yeah, I've just been. It's been in my head. I was like, "Oh, yeah." I think of surprise songs. I'm like that pairing. Hmm, very curious. interesting. Something to yeah. discuss for sure. Um, yes. Yeah, no slut. It's it was one of the first 
single title reveals no one could understand mm-hmm. why she'd be writing a song called slut exclamation point quotations mm-hmm. yeah we were both excited we were both co- sort of like what's it gonna be is it gonna be like a new romantic sort of like f you like i am a slut type energy or like space yeah, yeah. or is it gonna be like a sad gut-wrenching like nothing new type of oh you know Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then as the album came out, it was the one that divided fans who got the music first. Um, yeah. People were like, this is not what I wanted. This is a love song. It's so weird. Um, I know we talked about it a little with our 1999 TV review, but mm-hmm. how have you felt about this song and has it changed over the last few weeks? Yeah. So it wasn't expecting it was thinking I'd get more of a bad blood blank space kind of kind of vibe but it's really grown on me and I think I like it a lot it's yeah. great I love it <laughs> period yes period what about you I mean exclamation point um yes. yeah no I I definitely as a whole enjoy the um vault tracks more now than first listen where it was mm-hmm. kind of like these don't sound like 99 at all nope um and so I have a little mini playlist of just these well I cut out suburban legends because I really don't like that song but I have all the other vault tracks that I just play that as like a little mini album a little EP mm-hmm. if you will and oh. I'm I like slut it's definitely like lower on the bar for me than the others that we've covered already mm-hmm. and Honestly, like all in all, I feel like it's like fine. It's like clever. I wish she'd called it something different or like played with it more because mm-hmm. um, I think it kind of like buries the lead in a way, but it'll be fun to talk about. Yeah, it will be. She wrote it with um, Jack Antonoff and Patrick Berger. So it's something. And they produced it. All three of them produced it together, too. And in her voice memo, this uh, she says, The song Slut is a song we wrote for 1989. And in it, I kind of cheekily play on the discussion at that time of my life around my dating life. And that's not the only time on 1989 that I done that I done that on blank space and when I came down to having to pick songs for the album I think I thought okay well I'm going to choose blank space and unfortunately had to make some tough decisions in terms of what to put on the track list but I love the song because I think it's really dreamy and I always saw 1989 as a New York album but this song to me was always California and maybe that was another reason I didn't it didn't make the cut because sometimes thematically I just had these weird rules in my head but I'm so happy it's finally going to be something you guys hear because I have had been I've always been proud of it I've always wanted it to come out into the world and so now it is so yay yay Yay! The bi-coastal 1989 track. Which makes sense why she has really marketed this album on the beach. Very California. I know we were like, why is she doing this? Where's New York? And to kind of think of like maybe these songs had like a maybe beachy, airy, California feel to her when she was making this New York album. So that kind of answers... I, I agree, that. but I do think the vibe is still East Coastal. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's giving Rhode Island. It's giving Maine. You yeah. Know? Yes, exactly. So, so she could have. She could have. of the two. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this is um, yeah. 
This is Slut. Are you going to read it for us? Yep. This is Slut peaked number three and had 27 million streams. Let's get into it. Verse one, Flamingo Pink, Sunrise Boulevard, Clink Clink, Being This Young is Art, Aquamarine, Moonlit Swimming Pool, What If All I Need Is You. Now, when I first heard this, (laughs) I thought it was Clink Clink, Being This Young is Odd. I didn't. I didn't like, know it was relatable. I was like, yeah, yeah, being this young is odd, but I don't know if I was that young, I would think I was odd. So that was my misheard lyric. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah it's cute. It's very like effervescent. It's it's giving like sunset in LA, enjoying your night on the town. Mm-hmm. sort of vibes it's very picturesque very cotton candy skies um and, and very reminiscent of like taylor's romanticism at the time of mm-hmm. you know the new romantics angle of being this young as art what if all i need is you is this sort of like wish to be in a committed relationship and the mm-hmm. sort of pining for what could be yeah, I'm already envisioning that fairy tale ending, yeah. Romeo and Juliet changing the story. Very romantic, like you had mentioned. Okay, let's get into pre chorus. Got love struck, went straight to my head, got love sick all over my bed. Love to think you'll never forget. Handprints and wet cement, adorned with smoke on my clothes. Love Lauren and nobody knows. Love thorns all over this rose. I'll pay the price, you won't. <laughs> I like this pre-chorus and I particularly like the I'll pay the price you won't. Mm-hmm. Like that That's setting the stage for, I mean, the whole song, I think. Yeah. And it really gives, you know, homage to slut. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. It carries a pun. It's like mm-hmm. the whole setup is just like, oh, so whimsical, so sweet, so easy. Isn't it just like natural? Isn't it just like every child's dream? And then there's this immediate like, well, actually, it's there's thorns on this. There's a twist and it's a bad one for me. And I think Mm -hmm. that is like the central concept and kind of where I wish she'd toyed, tinkered with more maybe around that Mm -hmm. because it is like such an interesting and relevant and very relatable idea. But it's hidden. It's kind of like hidden away. And Mm -hmm. I I know part of that is probably intentional where you are kind of like, yeah, what's wrong with being in love? Why are we pretending this is a bad thing? Like, who cares? Like, why -hmm. why would I ever call someone a slut just because they like being in love? Like, it's, Mm -hmm. you know, sort of weird. But but I don't know. Yeah, like I said, it just feels kind of lost in the weeds, so to speak. Yeah. She also kind of plays with, you know, adorned with smoke on my clothes. And in my mind, that's kind of thinking of, it's this lingering aftermath of all of her dating. Like she can never really get away with it. Like wherever she goes, it follows her. Her, uh, her love sickness is always there. It's what she's known for. Think of like when you're with a smoker, you've been around a, a campfire. It just doesn't leave you no matter what at all. And so it kind of like made me think of that and then with love thorns all over this rose I mean there's this beautiful rose and you want to give it to somebody and it's like a symbol of romance and you know of of love and it's still it's still like hurting you you're like oh I should be the best time of my life this should be the best flower ever yeah 
but I'm I'm pricking my thumb on this and I'm bleeding. Yeah. And that's why I like yeah. that she associates it with blank space, which is more of a satirical, like fictionalized song. Um, so much of her music and especially 1989, we were like searching for Easter eggs on who and Harry and all of that. And I think it's interesting to read this song through the lens of her same sort of writing experiment as Blank Space in that she's less concerned about an actual physical like moment in her specific life and is more talking about the risk and reward of being in the public eye and kind of this mm-hmm. um, characterization of her. And so this like use of love struck, love sick, love lorn, like they're all kind of like I mean, pathetic is a strong word, but it it brings to mind like someone who's more stuck in this unrequited cycle of Mm -hmm. like sort of obsessive love bombing and losing. And I do think that's interesting to imagine her playing with that at that phase in life where she's like, am I the problem? You know, and like the playfulness Mm -hmm. of blank space compared to the earnestness of this makes them a really interesting sister tracks because... I think Blank Space is the stronger song. It's the more fun song. It's it's mm-hmm. makes sense why she chose it. But to imagine that same person playing with it and coming up with this sort of shows that like two-sidedness to how the male gaze and the female gaze works because mm-hmm. Blank Space is so like forward. It's like, oh, she's crazy. You know, it's like girls these days. Like, <laughs> you know, it's very much playing to this idea of how men see their crazy ex whereas Mm -hmm. this is much more playing from the woman's perspective of like all I wanted was like to be in love you just wanted the romance I wanted this and like how those two things can actually coexist in in a person yeah and in just one situation too yeah one one romance (laughs) yeah she goes into the chorus but if I'm all dressed up they might as well be looking at us and if they call me a slut you know it might be worth it for once and if I'm gonna be drunk I might as well be drunk in love ah yeah yeah like if I'm all dressed up I love the way she sings this and I love kind of like the yeah like it's it's something where I would be like raging on but she's like hey like if the shoe fits yeah you know, if I, I'm dressed up and I'm with you, I want people to see us. You know, they, they should be looking at us and it's worth it to be with you. You're worth it. You're worth all of this bad, mm-hmm. bad press, bad media, like shit talking about me because, hey, let me just be with you. Yeah. It's sort of like damned if you do, damned if you don't. She's yeah. like, well, they're going to talk about me anyways. Nothing I do will like protect me from it. So might as well get like, flirty fun and uh maybe this will be the relationship that sticks maybe this will be the one that like no one can mock me for after all because I'm so in love it's so worth it it's such a delightful you know way to fall it kind of reminds me of like present day right now yeah if you will when I was listening to the song I was like okay if I'm all dressed up they might as well be looking at us we've seen a lot of Taylor and Travis going out, her dressing up. Mm-hmm. I don't know if people have been calling her a slut because different <laughs> times, you know, different different yeah, eras. Yeah. But we have been getting a lot of comments, you know, from probably like 50-year-old white men or white women and, you know, central US who have been like, oh, Travis is the next um, you know, theme of her album. So yeah. we have been getting people 
still making that joke. Like yeah. it won't get old. So yes. And then we have like, you know, it might be worth it for once. And if I'm drunk, might as well be drunk in love. Like it's very romantic. The song just kind of screens what's going on right yeah. now today. <laughs> she's kind of let go of caring. Um, Cause I think during 1999, she's still very much cared. Yeah. Um, yep. Even if she was putting Would- on a front of faking it, but which is why she wrote these songs because yeah. it was what was on her mind at the time. Yeah. This is, you know, she might've been like making a joke out of it, but she writes her feelings and something yeah. that like, you know, she can't, she wakes up in the middle of the night thinking of, and she's yeah. probably was waking up thinking about how people are thinking she's a slut. Yeah. You know? She just like goes, moves from guy to guy to guy. <laughs> so dumb. I yeah. also <laughs> like that. She's like, I'll pay the price. You won't. But if I'm all dressed up, they might as well be looking for us. So she's even recognizing his complicity in the misogynistic culture and the double standard there. Mm-hmm. And even still, she's like, well, I'd, I'll give you a chance because I like am willing to see where this goes. Like I'm mm-hmm. willing to risk it all, even if you don't even have any skin in the game yet, you know? Well, it shows you how lovesick she is, how lovelorn, how love struck she is here. Yeah. Because she's so, she, I'm sure, you know, after like different relationships, people get out of it. They're like, I'm never doing that again. And then sure enough, they get right, get back into it because she's just, she loves to be in love. Mm-hmm. And I feel like she's just like, loves to sacrifice, not loves, but she sacrifices things for the people she's dating. And I feel right, right here. She's like, you're worth it. Yeah. I think you're worth it. Um, we're going to be, you know, in cement forever in time. Nothing's going to leave us. You're going to always remember me. I'm going to always be with you. So we'll look back and be like, oh, that was worth it. Yeah. Yeah. And then first two, send the code. He's waiting there. The sticks and stones, they throw froze midair. Everyone wants him. That was my crime. The wrong place at the right time. And I break down and he's pulling me in. In the world of boys, he's a gentleman. <laughs> in a world of boys, he's a gentleman. <laughs> yeah. Another like sex, sexy, like I, I try to remember 1989 and like, how edgy it felt just to have like wildest dreams on there and I imagine yeah. like these songs coming out and just like the <gasps> the pearl yeah. touching that would happen because it's like girl what like <laughs> it's not even like explicit but there's just something so like I don't we know hadn't seen, <laughs> we hadn't seen that Taylor before Taylor hadn't yeah. sung about being intimate with people which is so interesting because people are still calling her a slut and she's like like yeah. not she's not airing yeah you know she has a decency to keep you know her nights <laughs> and her hips and thighs all just rumors yeah so. well and I like that it's like everyone wants him that was my crime mm. is like like I think about like the Harry Styles drama like the mm-hmm. the One Direction is freaking out and it's like the fact that she ends up with these it guys, like these popular guys, like Jake Gyllenhaal, John Mayer, you know, uh, Harry Styles. It's like <laughs> she's somehow shamed for getting what everyone else is like, oh, my gosh, he'd be my hall pass type thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's very interesting. Yeah, well, I mean, it's just so cutthroat out there. Yeah. <laughs> and it is, it is sad that, you know, everyone wanted him. That was her crime. That's why people are calling her her slut. It wasn't. Because like if she would have dated Joe around that time, no one would have been throwing her under the bus. No one would have been calling her a slut. No one would have been doing any of this. 
maybe a little bit, but it wouldn't have been as fierce. Like you yeah. get those those teenage fans back in that day and they, they <laughs> I mean, they I don't kill. know. I think it was a lot of adults uh who were doing the like, oh, wow, she dates a lot. And it's like I agree with you that it's like if she had been I think the problem is if she'd been quiet about who she was dating which is impossible for her so it's like already Mm -hmm. well it would have been quieter if it was with a no-name guy but because Harry is such a loud presence yeah there's no way even if she would have tried to be quiet about it yeah press caught any kind of whiff of it yeah. They would have they would have just like demolished her like they did, which is why she's like, we can't keep this under wraps, so let's just go out, be ourselves, dress up. They'll be talking about us, but I'll pay the price. Yeah. You won't. What do you think of this wrong place at the right time? I've been I've really been mulling this over the wrong place at the wrong at the right time. And I was just thinking the wrong place. Like it was the two of them were good together. Like it was the right time for them, but in just the wrong situations there, it maybe in her mind, she was thinking if any, any other circumstances, if there are any other people in any other lives, they would have worked out. Yeah. But what tore them down maybe was the fact that, you know, their fame and their notoriety and P and the paparazzi. Yeah. What do you think? No, I agree. I think I, it's like sort of stuck out to me because there's like this, there's this privacy element in the first part of the verse where it's like, oh, I sent him my like, I don't know, gate code or something and he's there. And Mm -hmm. so now no one can throw sticks and stones because they don't know about it. But then to be like, well, it was the wrong place at the right time. It is sort of like, it's interesting to think, does she mean making it public? Does she mean, does she mean falling in love at all? Like, again, if this is a more satirical, like generalized feedback song, it's kind of interesting that this is bookmarked by a really private opening line. He's waiting Mm -hmm. there to a private closing line where I break down, but he's pulling me in. And yet in the middle, there's this like chunk of like, what did I actually do? Like what's, what's actually my crime and using this, like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. It kind of reminds me of getaway car with, it was the best of times. It was the worst of crimes. And that play there where it's like, I don't know. I, I feel like I don't know what necessarily she's getting at, but it's like a fun a fun twist on a normal common adage. So like I'm thinking of like right like right after the and I break down, then he's pulling me in. So maybe like maybe in this thought he came over, you know, now he, he it's just the two of them. So all what the outside world thinks shouldn't matter, but Maybe she's just crying to him because what she's reading online, what people are saying to to her. And then, you know, she breaks down, he's pulling her in and she's like, oh, he's such a gentleman. He's not like, you know, these boys who I just write their, their names in blank spaces. I think of, well, I saw this, someone had said about blank space, boys only want love if it's torture. Don't say I didn't warn you. Like she's like, he's not a boy. He doesn't want torture. He wants me. He's such a gentleman. Yeah. It's such an interesting concept. It, knowing mm-hmm. she was writing it with blank space I just yeah 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 it is it's very interesting um if we go into the pre-chorus got love struck went straight to my head got love sick all over my bed love to think you'll never forget we'll pay the price I guess so she plays with that and she 
changes it to will pay the price, I guess, instead of I'll pay the price. You won't. Why do you, why do you think she did that? I think it's saying that they're gonna, they're not gonna last. Like, I think it's sort of this mirroring of out of the woods where it's like, you can want something and like something, but it's not going to work and you kind of know it's doomed. Mm -hmm. And yet she's like, love to think you'll never forget. Like, say you'll remember me in your wildest dreams, but Mm -hmm. I know we're not going to like make it through this type thing. Which kind of makes me think that she is blaming the media on why this relationship didn't work out. Like wrong time, right place. Yeah. It's, you know. Would have, could have, shut up. Um, chorus, but if I'm all dressed up, they might as well be looking at us. And if they call me a slut, they call me a slut. <laughs> you know, it might be worth it for once. And if I'm going to be drunk, I might as well be drunk in love. And then we get into the bridge, half asleep, taking your time in that tangerine, neon light. This is luxury. You're not saying you're in love with me but you're going to half awake, taking your chance. It's a big mistake. I said it might blow up in your pretty face. I'm not saying do it anyway, but you're going to (laughs) up. And then the outro up. And if they call me a slut, you know, it might be worth it for once. And if I'm going to be drunk, I might as well be drunk in love. Okay. So the bridge, I'm very confused. So please walk me through this. I think she's talking about when a man and a woman love each other they sometimes get naked in bed together and do the hanky-panky. <laughs> okay. But, I think okay. she's saying like, I think that's, to me, get, that's what she's describing. She's describing yes. the intimacy of a relationship that's just taking off. Mm-hmm. And this like, this is a luxury, like taking your time, having that privacy in the dark and the tangerine neon light is like, mm-hmm. oh yes, like slow down. Let's enjoy this delight mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. And then this, like, you're not saying you're in love with me, but you're going to is sort of that femme fatale, like blank space style. I've got you right where I want you type thing. Mm-hmm. But then it's like half awake, taking your chance. She knows that this is going to be bigger than both of them. Like it's, it's eh, you can all, you can agree like, oh yeah, totally. I totally like whatever. But then she's mm-hmm. like, oh, it's going to be a big mistake and it's going to blow up in your pretty face. And um I think that's acknowledging sort of that out of the woods energy where it's like, you know, uh, just that whole bridge where she's just like anxious and she's like, oh, well, if you're not going to leave, I will. Like this sort of like we got into this mess type thing. And so she's like, I'm not saying do it anyway. So she's trying to be like, I didn't tell you to get involved, but I know you're going to. And that sort of brings me back to the playful like blank space sort of character where the media Caesars is like viper who can get any man and then ruin their lives and while this is a much more like Mm -hmm. intimate soft look at like the other side of that like the the real feelings involved she's still like I'm the poisoned one and this is going to be destroyed Mm -hmm. do you think she could also be saying like I'm not saying break my heart or I'm not saying to leave but you're gonna do it anyways yeah Well, I think that's sort of, yeah, I think that's the theme is like, you're taking your chance, but you're really only like half awake. Like you're not, you're not aware of like how big a mistake this is, like how much pressure there will be. So I can tell you like, oh, it might blow up in your pretty face. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying do it anyway, but I know you're going to like every man has disappointed me before. Every 
man has failed under this like microscope before every relationship has imploded before so i'm not holding Mm -hmm. my breath on this one but might as well roll the dice because i'd rather be drunk in love yeah it's just like i love being a little (laughs) i love being a little slut i do feel like this song (laughs) she loves love not yeah i do feel like this song if she'd called it like I mean, I guess she probably couldn't have called it drunk because that's too like close to drunken love and would have mm-hmm. been a whole thing. But it just feels like slut is the wrong emphasis for this. Yes. Which I, I'm just like, I'm curious about it. Like I'm curious about the whole making of and why she chose slut as the title and putting it in quotes and everything. Like I'm, it's interesting to me. I don't have the answers. Mm-hmm. I don't either. But so I can't think of like another title. Yeah. Yeah. It's just that would. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just, I think it's a fun idea. I'm just, it feels sort of like lost in the weeds, kind of like vague. Like mm-hmm. Blank Space is very targeted, it's very mm-hmm. succinct, it's very impressive in its ability to like play with words, twist the game and kind of highlight this character whereas this does feel more like half in half out half committed to the bit of like yeah I guess I'm the problem but I'd rather be drunk in love like if you're gonna call me a slut might as well be looking at me like Mm -hmm. and I just feel like it should have been more devastating or more playful you know what I mean yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah, which is probably one reason why it is a vault trap. Yeah. <laughs> so we get that. Okay, so what do you think the tailor of it all is? Like the lyric that really sticks out to you? I I mean, there's a few. I think there's a couple, okay. but I would stick to you're not saying you're in love with me, but you're going to. Mm-hmm. That feels very like I can make the bad guys good for the weekend type thing. Mm-hmm. I like the I'll pay the price you won't yeah. I just feel like that it's very ju- it's just what was going on at that time and I'm just like thinking of like thematically of this of that yeah. song that's where that that would lie there yeah yeah any easter eggs oh I'm sure there is something in there yeah yeah I mean but maybe I just, maybe in a world yeah. of boys he's a gentleman like he's literally in a boy band surrounded by children but he's like <laughs> he's the cool one he's the gentleman like surprise twist yeah. yeah that could be it I couldn't think of any I mean because it's a very blatantly about Harry Styles so I was like oh yeah I don't know like <laughs> you know I'm, I'm not hunting here I'm not looking for anything yeah. okay what would you give this song if you were grading it on a Taylor Swift curve it's probably like mm-hmm. a probably like a C C plus yeah I, I'd give it a B. I like I like the melody. I like the catch. I like the tune. Yeah. The production of it's really good. I like it. It's very dreamy. It's a, yes, it's very vibey. Yep, it really is. is. Fun. Okay, and it's already been on tour, so we don't need to answer that. <laughs> yeah, we did it. That's that. We, we did, did it. it, and we had we had a four o'clock, well, a four o'clock, three o'clock cutoff time, yeah. and we are making it. I know. There we go. Look at us. Under an hour. Yeah. Who are we? I know, and I really need to use the restroom, so it's just good timing. Yeah. <laughs> We're on a roll. Um, but as always, you can find us on social media. Leave us comments that may or may not be deleted, depending on our mood. 
Um, but we're at Switchish Podcast, or you can leave us a review on um, Apple Podcasts. Give us a star rating on Spotify. And as always, Mm -hmm. you can join our Patreon to see our beautiful faces. Um, Mm -hmm. Ashley especially is looking radiant today. Very cute haircut. Um, Wow. (laughs) But until next time, I'm Shelby. And I'm Ashley. And Taylor. I won't call you a slut. I won't. (laughs) Slut.